you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc. Now here's this week's message. Give praise one more time for 2021. Almost 300 salvations. Praise be to God for what he has done in this house. Amen. And let me say this. 2022 is going to be a whole bunch better. You believe that today? Then give God praise this morning. Amen. In 1990, a 68-year-old man lies in Mount Sinai Hospital with 15% of his heart being used. To even go to the restroom, he, he has to have help. If a miracle doesn't come through soon, he's looking at sure death because his heart is not working like it used to. On June the 1st, 1990, him and his family would get a phone call that a heart had been found and that his transplant was going to take place. But on June the 9th, this 68-year-old man would receive a a new heart, a heart from a 34-year-old gambler. In fact, the gambler had passed away sitting at the card table at Las Vegas playing cards. At 68 years old, with a new heart and a new lease on life, this man would go on to do great and mighty adventures. In the 90s, he would begin to build race cars, Can-Am race cars. From there, he would go on to build his own factory, a 130,000 square foot factory, building cars. Eventually, because he had done so good there, the Ford Motor Company would then use his name to start building a car called the Shelby GT500. Got a car lover over here. This man would live to be 89 years old with this new heart. And up to his death, still working, and his company today still exists. I share this with you because as a 68-year-old man who had been plagued for the last 30 years with a heart condition gets a new lease on life. And not only get a new lease on life, he was able from there to not only, he said he felt like a new man. In fact, he, he made the comment one day, he said, every time I walked by a casino table, I would feel something flutter inside of me. <laughs> See, to understand this man, you gotta understand that in the 50s and 60s, he was a race car driver. Forced to quit racing because his heart, in fact, his last race that he had won, during the race, he had to put five nitro pills under his tongue to finish the race. Five. 
He'd quit racing. Then in the 60s, he would go on to build cars, started manufacturing, building cars. In the 70s, he would retire because of his heart. Come back in the 80s, but again in the 90s, had to retire because of his heart. I share that with you because today I want to share something with you. I want to lay out a vision for 2022 for Compassion Church. And I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. I want you to write these two things down. Very simple today, the vision God's given me for this church. A new heart and a new house. Let me say that again to you. A new heart and a new house. That's it. In fact, this week I was struggling a little bit to, to get the vision completely together, and I came to Laura, and I said, you know me, I'm a, I'm a three-point outline type person. So I kept trying to find that third point. I, just, I had to have three points. And she said, it sounds great just the way it is. Why would you add something else? Because, see, that's what God had given me, a new heart and a new house. If you look at Ezekiel, I'm not going to spend much time in this passage today, but if you look at Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, it says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will remove from you your heart of stone and I will give you a new heart of flesh. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the word that we're about to receive. I pray, Lord, that every heart and every mind to be open to receive, God, what you've got in store. And, Lord, let not one, not one leave this house the same way that they came. But I pray today, Lord, in Jesus' name, that we be changed and blessed by your word and by your presence. That, Lord, today not one would leave the same way that they came. Would be changed by your presence and your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. When I begin to pray about the vision that God would have me to lay upon the church this year, all I kept dealing with was a new heart. That's what I kept hearing. We've been through a lot in the last two years, a lot. Pandemics and riots, financial issues. We've come through a lot and been through a lot, but God has always been right there with us. But something started stirred in me a while back that God wants to do a change in compassion, Wichita Falls. That God has something that he wants to do in this house and it first begins with our heart. I think we become distrustful. I think we become burnt out. I think we become angry. I think we become mad. I think life has done about everything it can to us. And I think we've gotten to the place where we're just, oh. if I can be honest, I'm right there with you. I've been kind of in a place lately in the last, last few months as a pastor. I felt a little bit overwhelmed. I felt a little bit stressed. In fact, if I'm be honest with you, I've even felt just a little bit burnt out and no umph. I just thought I was getting old. Let's shut up. Nobody ask y'all. Just, just keep it to you. 
But see, I think what happened is, is just what happened here in Ezekiel, the, the children of God had so often they would sin against God. They'd be put in bondage. God would come to the rescue. God would do great things in their life. And then they would go back to the same way. Go back in bondage, captivity, cry out to God, God would come back and do the same thing. So in Ezekiel, in fact, nestled here in the Old Testament and nestled here within the book of Ezekiel, we find one of the greatest passages that begins to talk about the coming Messiah. This is really a, 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 a prophecy declaring the coming of Jesus Christ. And in essence says, if you read that, in fact, I love to read the whole part there of Ezekiel. He begins to share how, how God's going to restore the land, how God's going to restore the people, how God's going to bring things back, and how God will never turn. In fact, just God begins to lay out to them. In fact, he says, prophesy to the mountain. Prophesy to the mountains. I, I love that. Why are we prophesying to the mountains? They're, they're in other words, they're big piles of dirt, stone. Why in the world we prophesy to the mountains? Because you're prophesying to the very area that God's about to give you. You're speaking to God what's about to take place. You're speaking in existence. Can, can, can I tell you something today that many times, it says in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, write it down, make it plain so they can run with it. So often in our lives, God's spoken something, given us something, but we're afraid to say it out loud because then once it is spoken, we're then held accountable to what God has said. Or if we do speak it out loud, we don't, well, make it plain because then if I make it plain, then I'm held accountable to the way it's coming to pass. And it says not only that, but you write it down, make it plain so people can run with it. So I believe for 2022, God has called this house into a place of revival. I really do. Not church as usual. Not just coming on a Sunday morning and hearing a good sermon and going home. Not just coming on Sunday morning and hearing some great praise and worship and, and, and loving on some people and then going home. I believe for 2022, God has called us to a new heart and that new heart is a heart of revival. Well, Pastor, what does it mean when you say revival? First, it means this. Can I say this to you? It means changing your life and getting it right. I'm a grace preacher. I'm more about the do's than I am the don'ts. I'm more about not being judgmental and always focusing on sin, but focusing on what God the Savior has in store for you. But I want to share something with you today. For us to see and experience a revival in this house, it is time for us as the body of Christ to step forth and say, God, I need to get these things out. I need to get rid of them. I need my focus to be on you and not on me. God, I pray it in Jesus' name that I would be who you've called me to be. You see, there's another part of revival, and that is God making himself known. See, I'm believing for 2022 that God's going to make himself known in these services. He's going to reveal himself. 
He's going to show himself. And again, it'll be more than just a sermon, but I believe that God is going to show up in the house every Sunday, and when you leave, you'll say, I can't explain it. I don't know what to, how to say it. I don't know where it came from, but this I know that there was something supernatural that transpired in the house that could only be explained by God. Can I be honest today? Listen, I, you know, I said all the time, we're, I like, we're spirit-filled and a spirit-filled congregation. We were unapologetic about that. And I always like to use the word, you know, we're Pentecostal without being weird. Because if you've ever, been, you ever known Pentecostal, we just have a tendency being weird. You know it's true. And I, I just, I never wanted to be that way. I, I wanted to be a church that, that the Spirit of God was there, but we didn't let flesh get in the way, and that's what many times we in Pentecostal realms do. We, we, we say it's God, but it's us, and, and I never wanted to be that way. And, 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 and if I can be honest, I, I became a little clamped down on that. Well, I'm going to make sure. But I feel for 2022 that God's going to move away in this house where it's going to supersede what I want and what you may want, and it may even sometimes make you feel a little uncomfortable. But that's okay, because some of y'all make me feel uncomfortable. I believe God wants to do something so mighty in this house in 2022 that there is no other explanation than God is in it. Well, Pastor, what's it going to be? I don't know. I, the, the, the vision that God has given me, I, I can be honest with you, is limited. I can't put everything in words and make an explanation for everything. All I can say is, is that God wants to do something in the house that you know that his love is real, that you know that his plan for your life is real, that God wants to do something in this house so powerful that without a shadow of a doubt, you know that it was God. I believe in 2022 for healings and freedom and deliverance. I believe in 2022 that, that God's going to do things in your life that is so supernatural. You've been believing for it, asking for it, but you've somewhere along the line doubt it would ever take place. I believe in 2022, God's going to make it happen. And I know, Pastor, this can just be words you're speaking and it's not easy to track. Listen, I'm telling you, it'll start happening very quickly. I believe God's going to do supernatural things in your life to help others that God's going to anoint you and put things on you. Listen, let me say this today. There's a call and a purpose for each and every one of us today. We've gone through a lot lately, and I get it. And it would be easy to doubt what God can do. But let me speak this to you today. God wants to bless you more than you can ever imagine or conceive. He wants us to have a new heart. And here's the heart that I want you to have. I want you to start walking in this door with an anticipation with an expectation. I want you to start walking in this house believing for 2022 that today a miracle is going to happen. Today a freedom is going to take place. Today God's going to do something bigger than I ever could imagine or conceived. We're going to need you to be a part of that. I don't care where you've been and what you've done. I don't care about your past. I don't care if you went to the institution of Harvard or the institution of Sing Sing. Or what's the one around here? I don't know. What's the one around here? Who? Who? Midwestern? No, no. 
Not Miss Red. All Red. There it is. All Red. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't care which institution you've been to. What I care about is that whichever one you got to were in isn't going to stop you from where God wants to take you. For 2022, there's going to be miracles in this house. There's going to be freedom in this house. For 2022, we're going to see God begin to use you in ways you never thought possible. For 2022, I believe for some of you, God's going to erase your past. Well, Pastor, how in the world has God erased my past? Because God's going to supernaturally take you to a level that your past don't matter anymore. I believe that. But here's the thing. You've got to be willing and ready to do it. You've got to allow God to do it. Some of you got to step up to the plate. Some of you got to, 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 to stop allowing the enemy to, to get into your mind. Please stop being offended. Amen. Stop being offended. Stop, stop allowing people to lie to you. Stop listening to the naysayers in your ears saying blah, 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 blah. Slap them. Because you may hit me in an institution. I want you to walk in the anointing, the power of God that is on your life. I know you want me to be more specific, but this is what the Lord's laid to put in my heart. That we are changing this church. What got us to today is not what will get us to tomorrow. And everything we've done to get us to where we are today in 2022 will not get us there in 2023. And I'm believing that God's called us to a higher level and a more powerful anointing and compassion church. And I want you to stand in agreement with me in that. God's giving us a new heart. Here's the second thing. This is a struggle for me. Because it's big. It's big. We can only keep adding so many services. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen Randy's face. He goes, yes. You know, pre-corona, we had five weekend services, four on Sunday, one on Saturday. And I'll preach as many God wants me to. But let me say something to you today. There comes a moment that we step up to the plate. And we say that we've done the best with what we have, and let me tell you this, we have. This church was designed to be about a 150-member church, and we've blown that away years ago. Pre-corona, we're running about 800-something people. We've blown, listen, this. I'm amazed the carpet's still here. Why do you think we keep the lights so dim so you can't see the carpet or the chairs? Just, just if, when you get up, don't turn around and look at the chairs. Just walk out. We've done all that we can to utilize what God has given us here. We've remodeled. In fact, we remodeled last year. That was part of the vision God gave me for last year. It came to pass. We finished. Remodeled the whole church. New roof, new outside. It looks beautiful. Zeta could probably sell it for three times what it's worth now. But see, we need more. And the vision that God gave me for 2022 was two things, a new heart and a new house. Kyle, pop it up. 
This is what I'm wanting for 2022. It's a new church. It's a new sanctuary. I hope you all be more excited about that. Doesn't that look good? See, God has laid this upon my heart. We've tried to move at one time. That was something that I wanted a new building. But for some reason, God will not let me move out of this area. God has called me to this area. Some may say it's the other side of the track. I say it's the other side of the bridge. I don't know what you call it. The avenues. It's not the other side of the avenues. We're in the avenues. But see, for whatever reason, God does not want us to leave this area. See, that's what most churches do. They move to a nicer area and move to a, a richer area and do all that. See, that would be probably easier, but that's not what God's called me to do. See, God's called me to stay in this area and reach the people that we're reaching. And when I look at that, I think, oh, how wonderful that would be. Isn't it beautiful? See, the good thing is, is this building that we're looking at, we can literally put up in about 20 weeks. It won't take us that long. It's a different style building. It's a cheaper than a, a regular building that we would build. But see, for me, I don't want to put all my money into a building. I still want to be able to do ministry. And see, I don't want to take as long as it takes to build a regular building because I want to give as soon as I can so I don't have to preach 10,000 services on one Sunday. We'll still have multiple services, don't get me wrong. But now we'll have a facility that's big enough to hold us all. See, there's a rule called the 70% rule. And the 70% rule says that when a congregation in their sanctuary have more than 70% of capacity, you should have either added another service or built another building. Our 10, 11, 30 service, this is a little, little bit lower today because we have so many that are sick out with corona. In fact, my daughter's not here today. We don't know if she's got corona. It's just she's sick. She's not here today. The other campus have a whole bunch sick today. But most of the time, our 10, 11, 30, there's no space. We have like one chair here, one chair, one chair. We've broken the rules. We're at 95% capacity in both services. We've added a 1 o'clock, but a lot of you just won't go to 1 o'clock because you're lazy. We tried 8.30, but you bunch of lazy people. <laughs> None of you came to 8.30. Y'all did it first. We had corona, but it's corona started going away. Y'all stopped coming. So here's what we need. We need a new sanctuary. And let me explain why. I don't want it for a big, beautiful building. In fact, we could go and build this big brick building, and da, 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 and all fancy and everything. I don't want that. See, I want this. That's beautiful to me. But I can do it quickly. Do you know why I want this building? There's one reason. I want to reach more lost people. That's it. I, I, I just want more people going to heaven. I just want to bring more people to Jesus. I just want you to be able to invite your friends and they not have to sit in your lap. Y'all been great about helping us to build this church and this congregation, and I thank you for that. But now we've gone to a next level. We've gone to a next level. 
And for us to go to the level we need, this is what we need. And I know what some of you are thinking, but pastor, it's not cheap. No, it's not. And let, and let me say this to you real quick. Someone got said to me today about this. I have never been a pastor, and we've never done this in church, trying to get your money. We take up an offer on Sunday. Once a year, I preach on giving. Wednesday nights, we ask you to give to our Hope Center. We don't, money don't go to us. That's the extent of what we ever ask for your money. I don't, you, I don't know if we ever beg for money from here. You don't see that from compassion. We do an offering, we'll go on. See, we've come to the place now that we need your help. Our ushers will be at the back. In a few moments, we're going to pass something out. Years ago, when God gave me the vision for compassion for the Hope Center, when God gave me the vision for Hope Center, I almost didn't do it. I said, God, I'm not doing it. It's too much money. I doubted y'all. And I almost didn't do it, but as I'm about to walk on stage, God sent me a text. Well, through God through somebody. It wasn't like from heaven. <laughs> hey, God. I wish I had that. Someone sent me a text. I'm about to walk up on stage, and it said this. Don't doubt the word that God has given you. And I walked up on stage, gave that word, and within about two days, we got every bit of the money to build our Hope Center. I want to become a beacon in this community. I don't want to leave this community. I have a heart for this area. I don't want to leave. We've got more than enough space right here to build. Someone's already given us a house over there that we can use for parking. Amen. We just got to tear it down. Thank you, Brian. Amen. In fact, let, let me show you. See, that becomes the first seed that is planted. Brian and his family could have sold that house and made a lot of money off that house. But his family decided to plant a seed, knowing that we were going to build this building over here. Decided to plant that seed, didn't get a dime for that building, for that house, and gave it to us. Brian, in other words, what, let me see what Brian's saying right now. Well, I've done my job. Y'all better man up. <laughs> We're going to do that. We're going to have a parking spot that says, Brian and Mona. I have been nervous all week. Even the drive from the other campus today, I'm like, but there's a peace in me right now. Amen. Where's my ushers in the back? Are they back there? Right there. Will you guys pass these out? They're going to pass these out to you real quick. Put it up on the thing, heart. There it is right there. Heart for the house. Right now, we're just going to try to raise $700,000. I know what some of you are thinking. Pastor, listen, let me say this to you. That is a drop in the bucket for my God. And if everybody would do their part to be a part of this, God can do it. And I'm telling you that. God can do it.
You've seen how you can take part right here. If 200 people just gave $100, we'd, be 200, we'd have $20,000 like that. If you go across here, there, there's some of you here who give up 100000 right now. Who are you? Just raise your hand. All right, good. Praise God. Somebody raise their hand. Now you're, you're hailed to it now. You're in trouble. Accountability. I'm going to be doing everything I can to try to raise money myself on the outside. But I need your part. Let me say this. Let's not come to the end of this campaign and you were not a participant. Even if you gave a dollar, at least you gave something. So that we can have this new house. So that we keep reaching lost people. We want a sanctuary that are probably holding between five, six hundred people, maybe more. That way we can still have two services and spread it out between that. It's be a new, new facility, bigger stage. Our praise team don't have to hold each other's hand because they're so close. We can do more things on stage. What's that? Say that again. Oh, my wife's trying to make sure I explain. This in here will now become our new kids area. Amen. This in here will become our new kids area. They'll have a bigger facility where they can come in and do what, because we do what we call big and small, big and small. They can actually come in and do their big and do it here in this facility. And we're going to make, listen, when we get done with this kid's area in here, they will think they're in Disneyland. That's how nice it's going to be. So that kids in this community, they will come and say, my gracious, this church loves me enough to put that kind of money into my children's apartment. They're an awesome church. So what we're asking you today is fill out that card, how much you're willing to give to be a part of this. And let me say this, we don't ever ask y'all for money. We're asking this time because, listen, it takes a congregation to make this happen. Not what, If you expect me to do it, I can't do it alone. I need y'all. And I want to build this facility. I don't want to be like every other church just moves out of this area trying to go somewhere nicer. I want to stay in this area and I want to minister to the gospel of Jesus Christ to the avenues and to everybody in this area. I want to love them, amen? Listen, I want my Celebrate Recovery on Monday nights. Listen, they're running out of space. Good Lord. They're filling that place up. It's Jesus. Well, it's Jesus. They're also going out and getting people drunk, making them feel bad, then bringing them in here. That's, that was wrong. That was wrong. That was wrong. I shouldn't have gone there. Charlie, I shouldn't have gone there. That was wrong. That was wrong. See, I'm believing for 2022, God's going to do things so supernatural in this house, in the heart and in the house, that you're not going to recognize this church in 2023. You're not. Are you believing for it? I want you to stand with me. Highly give God praise. We want to thank you so much for joining us for our service today. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Before we let you go today, I want you to know that Jesus Christ loves you. And over 2,000 years ago, God the Father gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to die upon a cross for you. That through His death, you would have eternal life. And through the shedding of His blood, you would have forgiveness of all your sins of past, present, and even future. So if you're watching right now, and you're right now living in a life of shame, sadness, and sin, I want to introduce you to my Savior. All you have to do today to be saved is first admit that you're a sinner 
and need of God's grace and wonderful love. Believe that He is the Son of the living God, died upon a cross for you, rose on the third day, and lives forevermore at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you. And with your mouth, confess the Lord of your life, and you shall be saved. See, if you're watching right now, and as I'm saying these words, it's touching something in your heart, and you say, today, I want to give my heart life to Christ, then I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, forgive me my sins in all of my ways. I ask you to come into my heart and into my life. I repent of my ways, and I ask you to be the Lord and Savior of my life forever and ever. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, I want you to know that you are a child of God. Your sins have been washed away. You're a new creation, the Bible says. And eternity with Christ is your reward. Do us a favor. If you gave your heart life to Christ today, please let us know in the comments or reach out to the church. And we would like to tell you your next steps in following Christ Jesus. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you guys for joining us here at Compassion Church Online. If God has done anything amazing in your life, a story that you want to share, make sure that you comment below and let us know. We hope that you guys have a great week and we'll see you here next weekend. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc.